Hello everyone, this is Marilyn Raffi and you just joined the Emotional Eating Podcast. A podcast where you will learn how to recognize your emotional hunger, your physical hunger and your emotions in general. And the aim is that at one point you will finally be able to say I am an ex-emotional eater. So in today's episode, we have a very special guest, Jack Stafford. Jack is a fitness coach, a podcaster, and a survivor of depression. In the episode, we discuss his journey, the good and the bad, and how to go through difficult times. But before that, I just wanted to apologize, because sometimes the sound is not as good as I would want it to be. Hello everyone, I'm so delighted today to have my first guest in the podcast, Jack Stafford. Jack Stafford is a fitness coach and he really came into this industry um, because he was inspired basically by his mental health struggles. Hello Jack. Hello Marilyn, thank you so much for having me on your podcast, it's a pleasure. So, Jack, I know you have your own podcast. I know you do a lot in terms of self-development, self-growth. And this is actually why I wanted uh, to have you here in the podcast. And basically, it's all around the depression and the sadness and everything. How can we help listeners out there? But maybe before that, I think listeners would really want to know a bit more about yourself. So... Yeah, always happy to share. Basically... My mental health struggles really became volatile at university, where I was diagnosed with depression by my therapist. But leading up until that point, I lacked such awareness in how I was being really destructive to my body, my physical body, but also my my mind. And because I lacked this awareness, I was just pushing myself into a darker and darker hole by my actions every day. And it got to a point where, when I was in a little bit of a suicidal phase, and I don't say that lightly, of course, but I will just have these strong visualizations in my head that will always be in there. And it was just this moment of realization, Marilyn, that if I don't turn my situation around, if I don't do something about this, I honestly couldn't see myself being on this planet anymore. So from that day, I was like, I just, I don't know how I'm going to do this but I'm going to do it and I'm going to find a way. I'm going to just, even if it's just 1% better, I'm just going to find a way in getting 1% better. And that journey really started um, at the end of third year university. And then we're here four years later and, you know, I've learned so much along the way. And that's why I'm so passionate about exploring not only, well, being a fitness coach, the physical body, but also the personal development side, because I really strongly believe that no matter what life situation we're in, it's not always going to be amazing. You know, the ebbs and flows of life. And when we're in those big ebbs of really struggling and not knowing where to look, we've got to set ourselves the right foundations and systems in place so we can leverage ourselves, we can bounce back. And also we don't let the ebbs really take a destructive toll on us going into a downward spiral of potentially depression or suicide. Yeah, totally. And I must say, it's really inspiring seeing you. Uh, so basically for listeners, Jack was uh, gave me some, if you want, uh, personal training lessons. And I've learned a lot from you. And 
it's so inspiring to see that. And I guess it's for listeners out there, it's knowing that there is a way out, it's possible to change, and it's not something, it's not our destiny, basically, I guess. And what was really interesting for me uh, is to really understand how depression feels like, what, what emotions you felt, uh, what you did, basically. I guess you didn't do anything during the day, that's how it's perceived. But if you can tell us a bit about how depression feels and looks like. Well, depression, it's actually the lack of feeling. So you don't really feel anything. Oh, really? You don't feel anything. You are so flat. There's literally no electric energetic charge in your body. So even the smallest things, you won't feel anything. Even the biggest things, you won't feel anything. So something significant could happen. For example, when I graduated and I got a two-one, and that should have been, you know, such a proud moment. And my parents were so yeah. happy. And they were absolutely like, let's go out and celebrate. And all I just turned around and I said, yeah, not bothered. Yeah, what were your inner thoughts or your what was your inner voice telling you? My inner voice was just telling me the fact that, okay, graduation's done, you've done uni, okay, what now? So I wasn't appreciating like the, the small moments. And depression, you never, ever, ever enjoy the present. You're always so attached to your ego mind where you're everywhere else yeah. and you're never in the now. And that's what a lot of the, the mental sickness comes from because it is all about being so attached and over-identified with your ego. You can't find a way, you don't have a healthy relationship with your ego mind. Yeah. And that's what depression is, is you don't know where to look. Every day it feels like an uphill battle and it's just, you are filled up with fear-based energy every day. And that's a really scary space to be in. Yeah, I guess it's really scary. And what were the, if you want the coping mechanisms that were not really healthy that you did? Because I know that you're not really an emotional eater and that's why it's good to have you here because you have other tools than emotional eating. For the mm. listeners here that, uh, you know, they go to rough phases, they go, they eat, you mm. know, to, mm. you know, for so many reasons. Mm. For you, what did you do in terms of, we'll start with the end, unhealthy bits, and mm. then uh, I really want to give tips and tools to mm. the listeners that what you did and now what you do that's more healthy. Mm. So the unhealthy elements of what I turned to were drugs and alcohol. I completely abuse my body. It's not emotional eating in that sense, but it is that it's outlet. It's emotional consumption. 100%. And my emotional consumption was drugs and alcohol because the only time in my life when I, it was escaping the pain. That's what I was acting. I was acting in escaping my, the pain. Yeah, definitely. And I know there is a, I wanted to do a podcast on emotional consumption and I'm not an expert on addiction, but mostly and also on social media consumption all those you know behaviors that we do yeah social media plays massively into it 100 percent. but social media consumption a lot of it now is just had a procrastination but for me personally at the time marilyn it was the social media didn't really play into it it was just the fact that i was like how do i escape from my pain 
and I escape from my pain by abusing my body and not nurturing my body. And with abusing my body, it did come binge eating on takeaways and everything because I just had no self-care. I just didn't appreciate my body and my mind. And I was just like, oh, it doesn't matter. It is what it is sort of thing. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of listeners can relate to and Personally, I can relate to this. When I'm not feeling well, all kinds of emotions. I, I eat a lot and now it's becoming so much better, but I would binge as well. And with time now, I'm noticing that same situations make me eat just a proportion, like a fraction, 10% of what I used to eat. Uh, yeah. So that's really interesting, uh, seeing you know how our words collide in a mm. way that's so similar and so different at the same time. Mm. Let's now give, uh, if you want, hope and tools and tips, because that's what the podcast is about, to everyone out there. And what are the things you can do instead of emotionally eating? I think the most important thing to understand first, Marilyn, is where does it come from? Where do the triggers come from? Because once you have that element of self-awareness, you can then come up with certain tools. You can trial and test yeah. to see what works. So a great way of understanding where it comes from is understanding our basic human needs. And if we relate this to, there's this man out there called Abraham Maslow. He came up with this oh, yeah. psychological development and it's all about our needs. And the first need is our survival level of needs. So things like food, water, shelter. As soon as we have those, we don't need to think about them. So then the next level is like our relationships, which links to our emotional needs. And it's the idea of being emotionally safe and secure. Now, what happens is when we go through our childhood, things happen in our life which threaten our needs. So they threaten those feelings of, of emotional safety and security. And a reaction to that threat, to our basic needs, leads to things like emotional eating or, in my case, taking drugs and alcohol. Yeah, it's so relevant because uh, a lot of people I talk to in my meetups and friends and family that do emotional eating, they have this feeling that they don't, they're not allowed to have those emotional needs. And just by highlighting uh, the Maslow you know, hierarchy of needs, a triangle of needs, mm. pyramid, it just realizes that no, actually, it is a human basic need. So we shouldn't feel ashamed to have them. It's dangerous to be in that cycle of trying to suppress people's needs and emotion because suppressed energy is trapped energy. And trapped energy will explode in the future in one oh, way yeah. or another. And that's why it's so important to process it and to acknowledge it, to consciously acknowledge it. Yes, it's painful. But once you work through that short-term pain, and you really become comfortable with understanding yourself more, therefore the emotional eating element will be reduced and actually you can really heal from these events that have happened in your life. That's yeah. power of therapy, for example. That's what therapy is all about, isn't it? Yeah, and it's so true. And uh, I guess also something that I would add is that we need to uh, first and foremost accept our own needs, but also maybe do the same with our uh, people that our surroundings because very often when we hear that someone's not feeling well we try to understand what was the cause and decide if they're okay they have a reason or not to so i think we need to put it out there in the universe it's not just for me it's for everyone mm. 
100 percent yeah but then as you say as you just said you know understanding other people's needs and understanding our needs so when we become aware of our needs we can think right okay if i'm turning to eating now what has made me behave this way why do i suddenly feel like my needs are being threatened because then you start questioning yourself like that you can start to identify potential triggers yeah. And then that's where we can come up with the tools. Yeah. I'm not a therapist, so I can't explore that, that unconscious programming in someone. Although that's probably where it's going with my work. Yeah. <laughs> but then coming up with the tools and well tricks from that position. Yeah, let's get to that. So let's get to the juicy bits. What advice, tips, tools, tricks, whatever you call it, what would you give to our listeners? That is a fantastic question, Marilyn, putting me right on the spot here. So we've got to practice both elements of self-compassion, our yin and our yang elements. Oh, I love that. It's, uh, we, we could get deep here, but I don't want to get too deep. I want to keep it short and succinct. But when we emotionally eat, where does that come from? It's a lack of loving within ourselves. It's how we feel. It's a mirror of how we feel inside. So it's like, right, okay, how do we start reconnecting with ourselves? How do we start nurturing our soul, loving ourselves? And that's what I mean, the yin and the yang. We need both elements. We need to nurture our masculine and our feminine energy. So when it comes to the masculine energy, the yang, I'll start with that. So working out, for example, lifting weights. What, what is there not to love about lifting weights? Doing th- I've seen you through One our PT sessions, Marilyn. <laughs> <laughs> Things like boxing, all of these elements of nurturing your yang energy are fantastic releases. Then let's think of our yin elements. For me, meditation is a really strong one, but it doesn't have to be meditation. It could be things like lying in the park when it's sunny and listening to a podcast, having the sun shining on your face. It could be reading an insightful book, maybe to do with someone else's experiences so you can learn, expanding your knowledge. How do you truly deep connect with yourself on a deep level? So when you ask yourself, how can I do that in both elements of my life that work for me? Okay, if you might not have something now, trial and test. That is what life is about. I think we get so wrapped up in doing one thing. Oh. Well, that doesn't work for me. I'm a lost cause. Yeah, I cannot fail. I cannot do, do things that are perfect. Absolutely. You start pigeonholing. You put, you paint everything under the same brush, don't you? So it's just like, no, that won't work. Won't try. It's like, right, okay. That doesn't work for me. So I know that doesn't work. So I can try something else. So I'll just say trial and test. But really focusing on, am I doing what makes me happy? Because I think we get so caught up in pleasing other people and going through the motions, but are we actually living life how yeah, we want to live it? Yeah, that's a big question, especially for uh, the modern Western society. I feel it's it's a big thing. Of, uh, we live life for others. Oh, one hundred percent. There's that saying where you can't fill others with a half-filled vessel, and I yeah. love that because we can't give to our relationships better, yeah. our family, our friends our work colleagues whatever if we are not prioritizing our well-being and i think a lot of emotional eating comes from a lack of nurturing our own personal well-being and then we get in that vicious cycle of 
reinforcing those negative self-beliefs or oh, I'm never going to get better or why am I this way and all of this and when you ask yourself those questions you just get caught in that negative cycle so my strongest bit of advice to people would be writing things down that you really do enjoy how do you connect oh, with yeah. your inner child how yeah, do because yeah, yeah. our inner child we all have it even if it's being silly and playing badminton with a mate or if you go to the beach and go in the sea and eat ice cream or whatnot yeah. do those little activities that nurture that inner child, that creative, that playful side. And that's something I've learned previously, learning to play more. I think that's something we all need to nurture. And that is definitely the balance between your yang and your yin. Oh, I love that. And I love your perspective on those things. And it's really good to have you in the podcast because I've been focusing on other things like a lot on therapy and everything, but just understanding the yin, the yang, understanding that the inner child is not always there when we're upset or we have uh, we're emotional but can also be there when we're happy and we enjoy life it's actually a new concept for me so i'm learning as well from you thank you very much thank you jack so much for being part of today's episode i'm sure everyone will really benefit and enjoy the learnings and if our listeners want to hear more from you where can they find you they can find me marilyn on my instagram jack stafford pt or my tiktok which is the exact same but thank you so much for having me on it's been an absolute pleasure and hopefully your listeners have gotten some real value from this podcast i'm sure they will And as you all know, I always end up episodes with some wishes. And today I invited Jack to do the wishes for you. So let's hear what you have to say. I wish you guys complete and nurturing health and happiness. I wish you a great sense of fulfillment and purpose. And I wish you very healthy and a happy year. <laughs>